Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Hi, I'm Alex Anderson, and welcome to the Quilt Connection with episode number 39. I have to tell you, friends, I'm really excited about today's show because we're debuting a new feature on my website, alexandersonquilts.com, if you don't know. But on the Quilt Connection, which is this podcast show, you are now able to leave comments about the different shows. This is really great because it helps me produce shows that are what you want to hear, I can look at these these comments and decide if possibly some of the content wasn't discussed fully. If you want me to cover something else, put it in the comments page. But it's a really nice way that we can build our community together on the website. So please, please take advantage of this new feature that Matt has been working on. And I have to tell you, folks, it's taken him a little bit of time, so we don't want to disappoint him with um, what he has provided for us. I'm also really excited about this particular show because I have spoken to Carrie Bresenham once again, and she tells me about a book that she has written, and the stories are just absolutely fabulous. But before we get to that... I'd like to say that in the world of quilting, there are what I call the high seasons, and that would be fall and spring. And we are already already into high gear with fall, with uh, quilting in the garden that happened in September. And then there was a quilt auction at the San Jose Quilt and Textile Museum, which was wonderful. I'll talk about that soon. And then now we head into Quilt Market, Quilt Festival, and then Bernina has me hitting the road and visiting some stores in Utah and also in um, Ohio. What you need to do is when you're on my website, go and look at my agenda because truly when I looked at what's on my plate for the next several months, I kind of yikes it scared me to tell you the truth believe it or not I'm a homebody and I looked at this and I thought I'm going where but I'm not complaining because what a wonderful job I have and every time I go to another or a new quilting event I meet new friends and often I am just overjoyed to see old friends so please check that out but anyways back to Carrie she wrote a wonderful book called I Remember Mama, and she wrote it in tribute to her mother and her relationship with her mom, and as she spoke about it, she told us, she's telling us about some of the quilts that are in the book and the stories behind them, and I have a copy of the book in front of me, and it is really a beautiful production, and the quilts in it are just heartwarming. And honestly, some of them could really bring a tear to your eye. I know with my mom, I love her so much. And the thought of, you know, making a quilt for her is a rather intriguing thought to do. And so after listening to this podcast, you too may be inspired to make a quilt that honors your mom. 
Carrie, I'm really excited about this particular episode because you're going to tell us about your book, I Remember Mama. This book is wonderful because it's filled with stories. And Well, tell us about it. Well, it's a marvelous book. It's based on a three-year project that was called I Remember Mama, and it was created in memory of my own mother, Jewel Patterson, and my Aunt Helen, Helen O'Brien, because they were basically my two mamas. And um, it's such a special book. We created the project, and and it was a three-year project, and the first phase of it was called I Remember Mama, The Hand That Rocked the Cradle. And you got in many, many quilts that were about the early memories of the of mother and the babies. And then the second phase was called I Remember Mama, My Mother, My Family, and Me. And these were teen quilts, quilts that were made of family teams. It could have been like if you inherited your grandmother's quilt and you finished it, then it was the, the quilt was made That's by me. the two of you. That's exactly. how I started. Or it could be if you wanted to teach your grandson or your granddaughter or your niece how to quilt. We, I remember there are two of them in there that Frances Alford from Austin did, and I think they have like 12 nieces and nephews that all learned how to quilt on these quilts, and they're just charming. But uh, the third phase then was called simply I Remember Mama, and it was a competition uh, with the uh, winner winning a trip to Europe for the big quilt show in Lyon, and it was just a lot of fun. Ooh, that's exhibit. good. Yeah, it was a great exhibit. Now, how many quilts did you end up with in the book? Well, in the book, there are 167 quilts, and each of the quilts has its own story. And some of the stories are heartrending, and some of them are heartwarming, and some of them make you laugh, and some of them make you cry, but they're all wonderful stories. Now, was it a juried exhibit? I have to mention that we snuck away in a conference room and... Either it's a thunderstorm or something going on next door. I think they're moving tables. I think they're moving the building and we're going with them. But anyways, did everybody get in the book or was or were they juried in or how did you decide? Well, they were juried into the exhibition in the first place. But if they were in the ex- exhibition, then they got into the book. Okay. So there were three exhibitions, one per year over a three-year period. And all of those are in the book. And the stories. And the stories. And the quilts themselves are simply marvelous to look at. But when you come Combine them with the stories. They just are just so special. The um, some of the ones. Can I tell you about some of them? I some would of them love to hear marvelous. about them. Well, the winning quilt, the one that was the culmination of everything, was called Rosemary Now and Then, and it was made by Pat Kumachek. And it was a heartbreaking quilt. It has the picture on it of the mother when she was young and she was fishing. All right, and she had black hair blowing in the wind, and then it had the picture of the mother when she was older and has the gray hair and that thousand-yard stare that they so often get. Mm-hmm. And you wonder, what's going on? What are they thinking right. about? Why can't they talk to me? Right. And on it, uh, Pat had written a little thing about how I remember Mama. And she said, Mama loved to fish and did all these things. And then at the end, she said, yes, I remember Mama. I wish Mama could remember me. Oh. And I still oh, can't say oh, it without oh, crying. Oh, oh, oh. Now, <laughs> so can, that's one of the ones that could can, break your Can heart. I post pictures on my website okay great great oh goosebumps because we would love people to get the book absolutely we'll tell them how to do that at the end delightful one that's called first grandchild and it was by loretta trower 
And this is one of the most delightful quilts. It's so realistic looking. Um, it's it's a picture of her holding her first grandchild. Mm. And it all has very sentimental things in the story and uh, a special ring that was inherited and born and everything. But this look of this little girl and this look at the grandmother, there's so much love and so much pleasure and just the exchange of generation. It's almost like... They're melding, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> One of those Star Trek mind melds. <laughs> right, right. And it was just a delightful quilt. And then there was another one that another one that could break your heart was called Bittersweet Memories. And it was by Ruth Powers. And this was a quilt about her grandmother. When her grandmother had gotten married, I believe she was French-Canadian, if I'm not mistaken, but her husband, the new husband, gave her a rifle and said that it was now going to be her job to fill the stew pot. Okay, so she took the rifle out and she shot her first little critter and it was a rabbit and it just broke her heart and she never shot another thing. And Ruth's quilt is of her grandmother with the rifle leaning there and the little dead rabbit, she's holding it up to her face and she's crying and Ruth has used these beautiful crystals for her grandmother's tears. It's just the dearest quilt. And then it has a nice extra little story to it that when uh, Ruth the quilter um, was a little girl, her grandfather gave her her grandmother's rifle and said that, you know, she needed to have it. Mm -hmm. But then her father later took it away from her and said, girls didn't need guns, and he gave it to her brother. So that rifle never brought any happiness to anybody. Oh, <laughs> can you believe the stories in oh, these? Oh, they're just, and can you believe people will will share them oh, and will do a quilt about them, and then everybody can be in touch with their own stories. And right. Their own, they can say, oh, you know, my grandmother never had a rifle, but I remember she had to save her egg money to buy an organ, and my granddaddy took it away from her and sold it. Oh. I mean, you know, you can just... My grandmother did buy an organ with her egg money, but my grandfather didn't have the nerve to take it away from her. <laughs> but then there was another quilt called Monday Morning, 1955, and it was by Carol Suto. And it was also one of the winners. It is just delightful. It shows the mother and the daughter hanging clothes out to dry on the clothesline. Now, of course, we don't do that anymore, but I grew up doing that. I remember quite I, I have to say if it's hot enough, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the clothes are whipping in the wind, and their hair is flying, and the sun is shining. It is just an enchanting quilt. It captures a time so perfectly, mm -hmm. and it just makes you, even if you weren't born then, it makes you think that must have been a really nice time. And in many ways, the 50s were a really nice time. Then there was another quilt that was called The Last Hug, and it was just wonderful. The, the mother died when the little girl was only, I think it was seven, and she did this picture of The Last Hug, and she has her hands around her, around her mother, her waist, and then the mother's hugging her back. And uh, this was based on her last memory of her mother. And do you recall who made that? Well, that was Mary Beth Clark, and you know what I realized? I said it was the last hug, and it's not the last hug. It was the last squeeze. Oh. <laughs> so, now, did you help with the judging on these? I mean, No, I'm, I'm, I'm much more intelligent than that. You're I'm about to put myself in that position. But we did have, um, I think this particular one was judged by Mary Lehman Austin, who was then the executive editor of Quilter's Newsletter. 
And um, so we we use very experienced and very good judges. I remember it was definitely Mary because she was she could hardly bear not to give prizes to like ten quilts. And she even called her boss and said, "Can't I just have a little more money where I can give a hundred dollars to these other quilts?" And you know, said, no. That sounds just like Mary. That sounds just like Mary. She's and a woman. the answer sounds like any other boss. <laughs> the answer is no. no, no, Mary. I'm sorry. You have to make a decision. Well, they're here at um, Quilt Market, yes. and they're just wonderful. And I'm grateful that I can put the pictures of these on my website, but. I love my copy of the book, and I know everyone at home would love a copy of this book. How? Yeah, well, how can somebody get it? Well, you go to www.quilts.com, okay. and there is a way to order it on there. And the reason I love it, and I think it's so special, is because my mama and I are on the cover. Oh. I was about, oh, I'd say about a year and a half, and it is a beautiful picture of mother, and it's just, it's so, it's such a classic mother-daughter picture, you know, from there. It's just wonderful. And was your mama a quilter? Oh, yes. Oh, my mother was a very fine quilter, uh, a very fine seamstress. So was my grand. I'm a fourth-generation Texas quilter. I heard something like that. (laughs) Quilting goes back in our family a long way. Well, Carrie, I can't wait to see what's up your sleeve next because your ideas are just wonderful. Thank you. And thanks so much for taking time to spend with us. It was a pleasure. Okay. And until we meet and we do get around... Happy quilting. For more quilting information and inspiration, please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com.